Hey everyone, I'm Riley Burke and welcome to The Variety Show. I'm a 22-year-old student, businesswoman, and traveler who loves expanding my knowledge and learning new things. This podcast is a way for me to take everything I've learned and share it with all of you. The Variety Show, a podcast where we talk about a variety of different things, such as business, fashion, food, travel, friendship, and everything in between. This is a podcast where we can laugh, grow, and learn together, and I'm so happy you're here. Enjoy the episode. Hey everyone, and welcome back to The Variety Show. I am super excited for this episode. I have a very special guest with me today. He is a family friend, a health coach, and works every day to help people stay healthy and live healthy lifestyles. Please welcome Butch Temnick. Hey Butch, welcome to The Variety Show. Thank you, Riley. I appreciate the opportunity to be here. I'm excited, thank you for being here. Um, you've done a lot of pretty cool things in your life. You served in the Air Force, you competed in multiple bodybuilding competitions, and now you're devoting your life to helping people get in shape and eat healthy. That's, that's pretty amazing, Butch. Thank you. It's been an interesting ride, you know, especially as towards my, when I was younger, as towards competing in bodybuilding, and just happened to be in the right place at the right time when I was living in South Carolina, got to be very good friends with the owners of Gold's Gym down there. And it just kind of took off from there. And I'm very grateful and thankful for one is good genetics. Yep. (laughs) No, just knowing the right people. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm really excited to learn more about that, learn more about your story. Um, So before that, let's just go back to the very beginning of your life. Okay. So, I want to know where are you from and where have you lived? I know you've been kind of all around, so let's start there. Well, I was born and raised in the Mahoney Valley. I attended McDonald High School. I graduated in 1981, but my junior year in high school, I made the decision that I was going to join the Air Force because my father, which I am a son of retired steel worker, he just got his 30 years in and the mill was shutting down April 1980. Well, I made the decision my junior that I did not want to stay in this area and I wanted to spread my wings mm-hmm. and travel the world. And I had that opportunity when going into the Air Force for one, to serve my country, but second, where when I was a firefighter in the Air Force, my orders for my first duty station was in the South Pacific while I was stationed over in Guam at oh, Anderson wow. Air Force Base. Yes. That was an experience for one, the culture that was there, but second, how Guam played a role in World War II. A lot of history there on that little island. For sure. And I was stationed there for 15 months. And then after there, my next duty station was Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, Myrtle Beach Air Force Base. Oh, wow, okay, interesting. Yeah, so I went from a tropical paradise to a subtropical paradise. Right. And I was stationed at Myrtle Beach Air Force Base in 1983, and I was there till I um, was done with my service to the country in 1985. And I came back to the valley here, and I started working at the Eastwood Mall. At, okay, I didn't um, know that. And, yeah, National Health and Nutrition. I was okay. working at the store there that used to be uh, right next to J.C. Penney's. Um, it's no longer there because GNC is there now. But I wanted to still be involved with it because I had a deep passion for health and fitness back then. Mm-hmm. And 
the great thing about it is that I was able to work there part-time while I started attending YSU. Oh, okay. So you were working yeah. there, going to YSU. What were you studying at Youngstown State? Well, I was just taking the basic classes because I really didn't know as towards what career I wanted to follow. Mm. So what happened was after the spring of 1986, I made the decision. I said, I'm not ready for school yet. And it is just too cold in Ohio. Yeah. So that May, I decided to move back down to South Carolina. Okay. So you moved back down to South Carolina. And during the same time, that's when you competed in your second, I guess, second bodybuilding competition. The first one was in Youngstown. Yes, 1985, where I placed second in the short class, my first show, which I was, you know, great experience for that. But the gentleman who beat me just won Teen Junior USA, Mark Matvey. And he, you know, the great guy or so, we become very good friends and all that. And it was a great experience for me. But my first, my second show was until 1987, because when I moved back to Middle Beach in 86, I was only there for a short period of time because my, I have a younger brother who was stationed in Germany in the army who was moving back to the States and he was going to be stationed at Fort Gordon in Augusta, Georgia. So I moved from Myrtle Beach to Augusta, Georgia, where the Masters is. And I was there working at a um, several businesses there and was training to get ready for the show in 87, the South Carolina Golds Classic. So, yeah, I mean, how did you, well, number one, how did you even think like, oh, I want to compete in like this bodybuilder competition? And two, what was like prepping for that like? Because I'm assuming, I mean, you have to be like shredded to be in these competitions. Like, how did you do that? Well, the one thing that I realized is, let's just start at the beginning. When I graduated from high school, I only weighed 120 pounds. Okay. I was this little kid. You know, I was like skinny as a toothpick. I was five, six. I was the smallest one in my class. And then when I went into the Air Force, the very last day of basic training where everybody was out and about doing their thing, I made a beeline to the gym. And that's where it all started, just with my workouts. And then after there, I got stationed at Chinook Air Force Base in Illinois. And I just was always, everybody's out having their fun. I was always at the gym or so like that. And I just started to see this development that started to on my body. And then from there, when I was over in Guam, that was the big, big thing that happened to me over there is by being in the Air Force and had the availability of the gym, I was just always training, always concentrating that because when I came back from Guam, I, I put on like about 20 pounds in 15 mm -hmm. months. Mm -hmm. And the, the funny thing is my family didn't recognize me at the airport. No way. <laughs> yeah. When I got home, my brother, I took, I kind of changed my clothes because I had an 18 hour flight when I came back from Guam. Yeah. And my brother, uh, he, I took my shirt off. He goes, oh my gosh, look how big you got. He go here, wear this tank top. And so <laughs> I was wearing this tank top. We were walking around McDonald's or so like that. But um, the, the one thing is, you know, when I went back down to Myrtle Beach, and then to Augusta, that's where it really took off because I was able to train at a gym in Augusta, Georgia called Elite Fitness. And I was really, you know, accepted by the family there because mm -hmm. they seen the potential that I had. And you know, the one thing is, and I tell people, and you know how it is as towards with what I teach with my lifestyle program is it all starts with the fork. And then I was just eating clean, eating healthy. But the combination is towards with what I was doing is towards with my strength training. Because the one thing I didn't mention is that I was in... While I was in Air Force, Station Myrtle Beach Air Force Base, I was able to enter the South Carolina Palmetto State Powerlifting Championship. 
and at this time I was in the one uh, 40 no I was in the 165 pound class and for that competition I did a um, my best um, weights that I did my squat I did 500 pounds oh my god my, de my deadlift I did 505 and for my bench press I did um, 310 that's insane and at that time I was probably weighing about 162 at the time that's crazy yeah, so that's the thing that's what really got me going is towards you know, with uh, building the mass on my frame or so. And then from there, as towards what I was seeing, and the, the owner of Gold's Gym told me, he says, Butch, you know, to look really is towards getting more involved with bodybuilding because you've got the, the look, right, right, you've got right. the shape, you've got the total package look. And that's what I was known as in Myrtle Beach, the nickname as the total package. <laughs> Because I had funny. that size, symmetry, proportion. Yeah. I, ha I had it all or so, and that's what they're looking for is that pretty look, that pretty body. Right. So you're like, well, might as well try this out. And then it just took off from there. So the consistency of eating clean, um, feeding my body, eating healthy, not dieting, but just feeding. Because the one thing is as a bodybuilder, we don't diet. What we do is look as towards you know, stimulate that fat-burning process as well as being in an anabolic mode. And that's very important, especially as towards what I teach, is we don't want to be in a catabolic mode where your body was feeding off a of muscle. And with what I was able to do is from my competition, because I had such a fast metabolism, because I ran three years across country in high school for McDonald's. Oh, okay. Yes, I was a very good cross-country runner, and I had that fast metabolism, and it just basically helped me as towards to get, get ready for competition where the um, contest to win the Junior South Carolina only, only took me two weeks to get ready for that show. Wow. Because I was, yes, I was lean round, lean year-round because my roommate at the time, uh, Michelle, um, he would he and I would always go to the market every three days and just eat loads of, um, get our foods you know loads of vegetables that just eat clean all the time or so and it just took off from there wow how did you stay motivated when you were doing all these competitions and i guess still how do you stay motivated today to eat clean and eat healthy and exercise well when you have a roommate that's working out with you and you have a team around you yeah, that, that supports you encourage you that makes a big difference but the one thing when i got ready for that contest well let's say it's in 1987 when i won the junior lightweight class what i did is for a whole year is i journal you know how i am about oh, journaling oh interesting so yeah so i would write down the foods i was ate and what i did is i focused on the positive things that i was experiencing from the foods i was eating and then also I would write down with my workout program, I would talk about, you know, journal about the positive things I was experiencing from my workouts. And then what I would you know, also journal is as towards the positive things that were happening throughout the day or so. So I focus on the positive, had that energy flow through me and help that I can, I will attitude. And the one thing I did that for a whole year. Wow. That's yes. amazing. And I, yeah. And it's really, what's really, re really remarkable about this whole situation that helped me in that that mind to stay that focus because if you know the law of attraction the secret thoughts become things so that's the things as towards what I was doing is just having that mindset focus on that show and my goal was to just get in the top three right and what I won the South Carolina show when I won that my division the middleweight division, I moved up from a lightweight to a middleweight. And when I went there, I only weighed 162 pounds and the cutoff weight is 175 pounds. Mm, so gotcha. I was giving up a lot of size to people that were bigger than me, but what they were looking for is that total package look.
yeah. symmetry, balance, proportion. And I had that look what they were looking for. Wow. That's awesome. So you did five different competitions, right? Yes. Between like 1985 and 1988, five competitions. So like this whole time then, eating healthy the whole time, exercising the whole time. Like, so this, I mean, it definitely sounds, and I feel like this is true, but like, this was more of like, it's just like your lifestyle. Like, it's not like you were doing it only for the competition. It's like, you were always eating clean and working out just so you could feel good about, like, you know, feel better. Yes. And that's the one thing, especially with my roommate, because we would eat healthy because no, he's Tunisian. And so you think it's towards you know, Middle Eastern people as towards how they eat with kind of like low glycemic. And the one thing is just towards what we eat, just tons of vegetables. And we always grill out because you live in a Myrtle Beach. You know, the thing is we were always grilling on the back porch, yeah. whether it was chicken or London broil. Mm-hmm. We we're just always constantly eating clean or so like that. So it just was it was basically like you said, it was a lifestyle that I was living, eating clean all the time. Right. Wow. That's really cool. And I know too, so you have a bunch of different certificates. You are a master fitness conditioning specialist, a certified health specialist, a certified lifestyle coach. How did you get all these different certifications? Well, what I did is when I was down in Myrtle Beach, um, I found my calling as towards the direction I wanted to go when I was um, just got done working out at the Gold's Gym in Myrtle Beach. And there were some ladies over there that were new members and Nancy Cap, who's the owner of Gold's Gym with her husband, Ted, great people, good Christian people. I love them to death. Um, Nancy asked me, I says, would you show these ladies how to work out? Send them up on the program. When I did that, I'm like, wow, I can have fun with this. Right. This is what I want to do. And that's where I found my calling. So I worked on us towards getting several certifications towards being a fitness trainer. And to this day, I, I've been a fitness, health and fitness specialist for over 31 years. Wow. That's crazy. Yes, yes October of 1989 is when it all started. My, wow. my career path was towards becoming a, a fitness trainer, instructor, and a health and fitness specialist. That's so crazy. So, and I know too, so you specialize in a lot of different things. You do fitness conditioning, sports conditioning, fitness coaching, lifestyle coaching. Um, you also have like a background in sports medicines, athletic trainer. What, what is this, the sports medicines, athletic trainer? Tell me about that uh, job. That well, the, well, the one thing while I was down in Myrtle Beach or so, I had the opportunity to meet a former NFL defensive coach that used to be with Bar- Bill Barcells of the New York Giants. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah. Um, and what he would, I talked to him about it, and uh, we had a discussion that I said, yeah, I like to go into as towards um, the sports medicine to be an athletic trainer. And he was very well connected where he had me in a He was able to get me in an internship, but he kind of oh. talked me out of it. But I still pursued it because I had the opportunity at the time to be at Myrtle Beach High School where I did my internship for athletic trainer, which I have over a thousand hours between Myrtle Beach High School and Coastal Carolina University where I attended for my sports medicine, is that Myrtle Beach High School just received a national recognition as the number one sports medicine program in the nation. Wow. And Jim Barry, who's the director of it, was under Bo Schembacher at Michigan and in the state of South Carolina, it is required for all high schools to have an athletic trainer on staff. 
So again, right place, right time, I was able to do my internship there and learn about sports medicine. And I really had a passion towards working with young people. Mm, you know, gotcha. towards, you know, yeah, as towards doing the sports conditioning, as towards you know, working with them in the weight room or so, because they asked me if I would head up their program or what they're doing at Middle Beach High School for their um, strength and conditioning for their varsity and the junior varsity football team. Oh, wow. And it just and it just kind of took off from there because being in the right place at the right time again, a friend of mine, um, David Helms, who was became the strength coach at Myrtle Beach High School, um, he invited me to go with him to a NFL strength conditioning clinic where I had the opportunity to work with four different football teams to learn their philosophy of how they do their conditioning with the HIT system, the HIT, and this was back in 1996. And it was a great learning experience as towards to learn from the strength conditioning coaches from the Redskins, the Cowboys, the Chiefs, and the Steelers wow. of how they, yeah. And I tell you, the, the thing is, is towards learning how, how they condition their body. And it's helped me as towards what I'd be able to do with people. Because as you know, from my workout program, I'm all about that pause and that controlled <laughs> rep movement. And that's yep. what the NFL is about. Right. Wow, that sounds like such a cool experience that you got to do with all those different NFL teams. That's so awesome. That's very, very, very cool. No, the and great experience was to be able to be at the Redskins training facility to see as towards how their weight room was set up and to see as towards, you know, one day won the Super Bowl. And then the back, you could see in the field where they had four football fields there side by side, one artificial and three regular fields as towards what they were doing for their, um, for their practices and all that. Yeah, no, it's very cool. And I know too, so you were um, a wellness coordinator um, for the Horry County government in Conway in South Carolina. So kind of bringing wellness into the workplace. How did you do that? What did you do for that? Well, the one thing while I was doing down there and I was training people at the, at the gym, I, I had this vision. I was like, no, I want to reach the people here in Myrtle Beach to those who were not going to the gym because a lot of people are intimidated about going to the gym. Mm -hmm. um, they feel like they have to be in shape to go to the gym and you know how that is. Yeah. So the one thing is what I wanted to do is I wanted to branch out. So I joined the local chamber of commerce and I met a lady who was the vice president of membership division, D Briggs. She liked what I was talking about as far as training people in their homes or okay. their place of business. And that's how it all started. So I started that concept in Myrtle beach and it just really exploded. Well, the one thing is because I was this trainer that was traveling from place to place, it really helped me as towards to grow and expand because I had that flexibility because I wasn't in the gym all the time. Right. Um, I was always invited on this talk show called Southern Styles. Diane Devon Stokes was the host and she, well, if she had somebody that didn't show up or so, or she wanted to come there and talk in different segments, she had me on there as a guest several times and it kind of put me in a position as being a local celebrity because everybody was able to watch her program because she was so popular as this host of this program that she had me on there as a guest where I would show people how to exercise and my target audience at the time was seniors to show them how they can exercise on a budget. Oh, that's cool. Well, because of that, that kind of put me in a situation where people knew, oh, here's Butch Temnick. You know, he comes to your house. He'll go to your place of business. Well, I got a call from the Horry County government down there because um, what they were experiencing that their employees in their early 30s were dying of massive heart attacks. Because oh. Horry County, where Myrtle Beach was, was, and this is back in the 90s, 
Okay. It was the number one count, number one county in the state of South Carolina for cardiovascular disease. Oh. And it was the number one county in the state of South Carolina for type two diabetes. Oh, geez. So what they were facing was their health insurance, their premiums for the county itself was going up to about a half a million to $750,000 a year. So they're like, well, we can't afford this. Mm -hmm. So the one thing is what they said is, and again, is all who you know. Um, I had friends of mine that I knew from the time I was at the Air Force Base, um, Ori Avant, who was a uh, Ori County police officer, um, Tracy, who was um, involved with the Parks and Recreation, who um, contracted me out, asked them to say, hey, do you know any trainers that can come out here and work with our employees? He said, yeah, you need to contact Butch Temnick because he does everything on site. Yeah. And it just started from there. I went in for an interview to talk with Tracy and shared my vision, what I could do for them. And they gave me a six-week contract. And with what I was doing, they were so impressed with what I was doing that they kept giving me six-week contracts over and over again to work with them. Well, from there, I just happened to do a lot of, and I'm very involved with public speaking. I was speaking to the Jacora Rotary one day, and one of the deans from Coastal Carolina University came up to me and says, our Lifelong Learning Society is looking for a health and fitness instructor, and we'd like to talk to you if you can come teach a class at our university. Oh, wow. So I, yeah, so I met with the dean, and I shared with him as towards what I wanted to do and all that with my program, because at that time, I was putting together like a, a pamphlet, a book for people as towards to learn about health and fitness, mm -hmm. and they wanted me to do something with them, and it turned out really good while I was doing in the evening time um, classroom instructing as towards teaching people about health and fitness because of what was going on with the county government, as well as other people within the county because of cardiovascular disease. Well, from there, the county government heard uh, what I was doing at Coastal, and they says, well, wait, if you're going to be doing that there, we would like you to be able to go throughout the different communities throughout Horry County teaching about health and fitness. Oh, my so God. So I would do it. Yeah, it's, it, it, was a, it was amazing. Very blessed, very grateful for the opportunity to be able to go out and just educate people about how to live a healthier lifestyle. Yeah, no, I think that's so amazing what we, what you were doing and the fact that you were going to people's homes and going to people's businesses because what you said is true. Like sometimes like it is intimidating going to the gym. Like I would much rather have, you know, a trainer come to my house. I'm comfortable there. I don't need to worry about everyone else watching me at the gym. So I think, uh, you know, what you were doing and still what you're doing now is really great, you know, seeing people one-on-one. -on -one. Exactly. And the one thing is what I was able to do because I was doing this down in Myrtle Beach. It, somebody nominated me for a uh, award with the Chamber of Commerce for small business. Wow. And I won a business. Yeah, 19, um, 1997, I won the Chamber of Commerce Business Innovation Award for this concept of training people in their homes or a place of business. Wow, that's awesome. That's very yeah, cool. So it, yeah, it just took off from there. So and um, And I was in a position that I was really growing my company or so, but unfortunately, my father was diagnosed with brain cancer in November of 2000, and so he passed away in June of 2000, which brought me back to the valley here so I could be there for my mother because my mom's physical condition mm -hmm. was not the best because she has so much pain throughout her body or so. So I moved back here to help her with the estate and then um, basically assist her or so because she was so dependent on my father. Right. But it was it was an experience coming back to the valley here because the one thing is the Mahoney Valley, when you would say the word wellness, they would ask you, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. 
because they didn't know what the wellness was. They just knew health and fitness. Right. And that's why I said, okay, I got a lot of work that I can do here in this valley or so, so I can get these people caught up or so. Because the one thing, especially in this area, is the culture, the food sources, what people are eating. Halushki, mm -hmm. pierogies, all that hunky food, if you know what I mean. Yeah. No, and I think it's so cool too. Like you, I think from a young age, like you've just been so passionate about like health and wellness. You're sharing that, you know, you were obviously like using that for yourself, like trying to be like the best version of yourself, eating healthy, working out. But I love that you were so eager and willing to share that with people everywhere in South Carolina, older people, younger people, students, bringing that back to Mahoning Valley. And like, you're so passionate about sharing what you know and what you love with others. And I think that that's so special. And I think it's awesome that you're doing that. Thank you. And it's been a great journey or so, especially being back here in the Valley, because what I've been able to do because of social media is create a fan page on Facebook called Wellness in the Valley, which I put a lot of great information on there. Because at one time I used to be a member of the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine and I still get their information from them on a weekly basis where I share that information. Because the one thing is if you think about this, Riley, is when we're in high school, they teach about the birds and the bees in health class. They didn't teach about proper nutrition, mm -hmm. how to exercise. And the one thing that I learned being involved with sports medicine and I'm a big stickler about that, and you agree with me about it, stretching range of motion. Yeah. Yeah, because when I moved back to the valley here, I met some folks over in the Boardman area who were having lower back problems and they were scheduled to have surgeries. And I told them, says, all you got to do is work on your range of motion, flexibility. I've helped them where they did not have to have surgery in their lower back just by showing them how to stretch. Wow, that's amazing. And that's another thing too. I feel like people are so just like unaware of like small things like stretching that can help so much. Like what you said, we don't learn this in school. So... Good thing exactly. you're here, we, Butch. Good thing we have you, Butch. <laughs> yes, raise the roof. Um, that's a, that's and that's the thing is is that educating people. That's what I love about doing is that my passion is educating people, um, especially as towards young people, yeah, millennials when yeah. they go to the gym as towards warm up, stretch before you go into your exercise. Because I've helped some young gentlemen in this area who had shoulder problems of how to get rid of that pain because they're so overdeveloped with their anterior where mm -hmm. the posterior is underdeveloped. So I've been able to help them as towards to get rid of their pain in their shoulders by showing them how to stretch. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Tell me about um, the program that you started in 2010, the TLS Weight Loss Solution Program. Now, is this something that you created or was this already a business that you joined tell me about that well i own my own internet product brokerage business and one of the divisions that my company was looking at to find some uh, a weight loss program that would be a good fit uh, we had to zone diet at the time or so but it just you know we were the company was not pleased with what it was about so Two of the executive vice presidents of the company happened to meet this lady, Dr. Sherry Lieberman. Um, Dr. Sherry Lieberman has two PhDs, clinical nutrition exercise physiologist. And she was talking about this low glycemic impact eating. Okay. And they were very impressed with the presentation because Dr. Sherry Lieberman, she had her own private practice for over 20 years in New York. And she debated Dr. Atkins on CNBC and really put him in his place. Because if you know what the Atkins diet is all about, it's about not consuming carbs, mm -hmm. 
And that's the worst thing that you could do for yourself because it's an essential nutrient that your body doesn't produce and needs that because you need fuel for your brain as well as for your body. And the one thing that she would tell them says, look, you need carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. But there are the different types of carbs that are out there that people are, are not educated on versus simple carbs versus complex carbs. And a lot of people with what they were doing was just eating those carbs, which what they were doing is creating this problem with their body where because of the carbohydrates where it works with a, a hormone called liptin, L-E-P-T-I-N, it would cause their bodies to go into fat storage mode because we, when I was growing up, foods are all natural so. But we become a country of processed foods, high yeah. glycemic processed foods. And that's why we have such an obesity problem in our country where I think it was that 70% of the population is overweight, where 30% wow. of that is obese. Jeez. And it's to the point now. Yeah, and the sad thing about it is is because of this lifestyle that people are so addicted to carbohydrates that is causing all kinds of problems with the physiology of their body where they have to be on so many different medications. Right. And the one thing is as towards what I learned when I went to New York for three days to get my certification as a lifestyle coach with Dr. Sherry Lieberman, learning about this low glycemic impact eating, and I kept saying to myself, says, man, I can make such a big difference in the Mahoney Valley with this. So because people love their carbs here. <laughs> people look at a loaf of bread, they can put five pounds on. <laughs> it's true. So yeah. you're you're promoting this program you're training people still um so how is that like what's what's been going on since covid are you still training people in person like how have you been able to to do your business well for my clients that i was working with one-on-one um a lot of them still had me working with them some of them um wanted me to kind of like take a break from there so like that till we can get through the the COVID situation. Right. I had one client, which I have a, a client who's 80 years old, who's in a wheelchair. Wow. And I asked him, do you, do you still want me to train you? He goes, absolutely. Because what happened was he had a botched surgery on his lower back where he had his left foot. He has total paralysis in his left leg. Mm-hmm. And what I was able to do with him is as towards the exercise program that would work as towards to keep his core strong. And what I mean by that is the lower extremity cores is towards for his, you know, inner thighs, outer thighs, um, his front thighs, all those muscles that will help him with his balance and coordination, as well as towards exercise that I do with him for his upper body. And the one thing is with him is, no, I I go to his house two days out of the week, Tuesdays and Fridays, and then he's in his wheelchair. I put him right through a workout program right through there. Wow. That's so cool that you're like able to like adapt workouts, even like with someone's in a wheelchair. Like there's so many different things you can do with that. That's awesome. Absolutely. And the benefit to him is where I keep the pace where, because he can't be on a treadmill to do his cardio, the pace that I put him at is get him where he's able to get his heart rate up. So one, if he's a person who sits a lot, he's not at a high risk of developing pneumonia or mm-hmm. congested heart failure. So the thing is, is towards getting his heart rate up at the same time while he's doing his workout, the benefit of that is, is that, um, is reducing his, uh, his, probability of getting those different um, like heart disease or cardiovascular or I should say uh, congested heart failure as well as um, pneumonia or so because he's being active versus sitting a lot because he lives with his daughter and she was scared that he's going to lose his balance and fall down and Mm -hmm. that's where they got a hold of me because of what I was doing is towards training people uh, in their home or their place of business. 
Gotcha. And I know too recently, so you've actually started doing workouts with people through Zoom, which is really cool just from COVID and everything. So tell me about that. Yes. What I started doing October of last year was I come up with the idea of what I really wanted to do because I created this program because of what happened with my mother, which is called Target Zone Training, which is great for women because it targets the front thighs, inner thighs, outer thighs, the glutes, the hamstrings, upper, lower abs and triceps. And that is what the specific areas that all women like to target because they want to tone and condition. And I started doing groups at different locations throughout Trumbull County. And I had two groups of women that I was working with on site doing this program. When COVID hit or so like this, I had to shut down that part of my, the operations on my business. Right. Well, I was in February, I went down to Miami because I had an international convention down there that I wanted to attend and come to find out that my company partnered with Zoom. Oh. And when I came back to the Valley here, then the thing is I was talking to other trainers in this area towards what they were doing. And they says, Oh yeah, we're doing everything online. I says, what do you mean online? This is, we're doing anything through zoom. I'm like, Oh wow. That's one of my partners now. Right. Like and so perfect. what I studied, yeah. exactly. So, you know, again, right place, right time where I had at least an opportunity to do something instead of sitting and waiting to, I was able to expand to, I was able to do training people by zoom where they could be the comforts of their home. Right. If they're afraid about going to the gym, they can have me where I can do the fitness instructing, not fitness training, but fitness instructing. Mm -hmm. And the difference with that is, is where I'm given a cadence on every rep, on every set, every exercise that they're doing that's targeting those specific areas because majority of my clients are females and they're loving it because now I'm not just confined to the Mahoney Valley, but I've been able to expand internationally. Everywhere. Yeah. Exactly, because I have a I have a client that I've been working with as the group part of the group I'm doing over in England, and she is a um, Debbie, great success story. Um, she had two knee replacements. She had so much pain throughout her body, so she had to use a walking stick you know, to oh, get wow. from place to place, and she could only walk for short periods of time. She had so much discomfort, and she saw my posts on Facebook about Zoom Fitness, and she uh, said to me, "I wish I was in the states that you can train me." I says, what is your email address? I said, let's set up a time that we can, I'll send you an invite that we could talk. And this was back in June. And ever since then, she has seen a return on her investment. Mm -hmm. It's helped her so much where she can walk up to three miles without any pain or discomfort. Wow. She doesn't need, yeah, she does not need her walking stick anymore. That's what they call cane over there. <laughs> and she's been able to experience such a big difference with a balance and coordination where she's turned into a fitness junkie because she never liked to work out. Right. And with me working with her, about two weeks ago, she missed the workout because she had to go do something with her work and she wasn't able to work out. Because we, we, we work out here in the United States at noontime every day, but it's, it's five o'clock over in England. Oh, right, so, right. While, so while I'm having lunch here in the States, she's having tea with the queen over there where <laughs> she's working out. Right. So it's it's been a great experience or so and we just started our fourth month and she loves it and she she always looks forward to it and she was not a person that was into working out but she's just so passionate about it now yeah and so she's helping me to expand it even more over in england because they're not too much into the health and fitness over there and they have very bad diabetes over there too yeah well i think i mean if, if there is a pro to COVID, i guess it just allowed you to you know do more business online 
And you know, the fact that you are able to now train people anywhere in the world, I think is really cool, really unique and something that you weren't doing before. So I think that's awesome. Absolutely. And I'll tell you, it's again, it's a blessing or so because even with what I'm able to do over in England, I'm looking to expand into Pacific Rim as my next, my next opportunity. Wow. That's awesome. That's very cool. What's like the young, who's the youngest person you've ever trained? Like how old is your youngest client that you ever had? And how old is the oldest client that you've ever had? My youngest client was my cousin. And what I did with him was more towards strength and conditioning. When he's a freshman, he attends Austintown Fitch. I uh, just finished his freshman season and his mother and father which his father is my uh, first cousin's uh, son, so he's like a second cousin. They wanted me to start working with him. And this was um, in the first of November, and I worked with him for uh, about eight weeks. And I'll tell you what, Tyler, his body just grew. Great genetics. I taught him how to do proper meal planning, where I had him doing four meals a day and two protein shakes. And he went from 150 pounds to 170 pounds in eight weeks. Wow. He put 20 pounds of muscle on his frame, yes. And it, it was a great experience towards working with him so because the thing is he has this I can, I will attitude, and he was always seeing gains. You know, his bench press in eight weeks went from 195 to 250. Wow. And what he was able to do as his sophomore year, he was able to start varsity for the Austintown Fitch Falcons. Wow. And his number is number 11, Tyler Evans. And now he's about 5'11", 180 pounds. And he's very gifted. He's this outstanding athlete devoted to um, sports as well as his academics. And um, it just that he's the youngest I've worked with or so like that. That's awesome. What about the oldest? The oldest is my client. I'm working right now with Jim, the 80 year old or so. Wow. And, um, and the one thing is I build relationships with my clients or so like that. Sure. Because the one thing is I'm not just a fitness trainer, but I'm a person that can crack some good jokes. Yes. Yes. Them laugh. We can cut up, have a good time or so. So it's not, Oh, I'm dreading about working out. No, right. they look forward to it or so just For like sure. your sister Zoe. She yeah. looks forward to it. <laughs> she does. And she loves her workouts with you. That's funny. Tell me about, um, your project Goha, the G O H A. What does that stand for? And what is that? Project Goha, getting Ohioans healthy again. And I created that when I, when I had to become a full-time caregiver for my mother. My mother with her osteoporosis, osteoarthritis, it got so severe that she came, became bedridden with um, a feeding tube and a catheter because she had digestion disorders. And I, I had to become her caregiver. And the good thing is about being an entrepreneur where I was able to do everything online, where I was able to be there right. to be by her side where she didn't have to go into a nursing home. Right. And, I created that program because of what she was going through is because I would not want to see any woman go through what my mother went through as towards having that hip replacement done and they put the prosthesis and backwards and oh, then she had to have a joint replacement in her shoulder. Yeah. And the thing is the second time she had to have the hip replacement, it was probably about 15 years ago. We took her to Cleveland clinic to have that replaced and it cut too deep in the thigh. She had to have four blood transfusions. Oh, but I God. said, I would never want to see a woman go through the pain that my mother went through because she had severe pain. Oh. But the one thing about my program, but the, that low glycemic is that helps to control inflammation in your body. And with what I was doing for my mother by having her following that program by eating cleaner, I was able to help her where she did not have so much pain or discomfort, joint discomfort in her body. Mm -hmm. And the one thing is where, you no. Know, 
people, if they have pain, you know, they want to take a pill. Yeah. The one thing I did with my brother, because my background in sports medicine, is what I said, Mom, can I get you an ice pack? So mm -hmm. let this be something for your listeners to realize that if you got joint pain, don't go for the pill, go for the ice pack, because that'll help reduce the inflammation and it'll help my mom you know us towards to deal with that pain and discomfort because it also helps control her blood sugar because she has family history of type 2 diabetes. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I created Project Goha, Getting Ohioans Healthy Again, by providing the education and teaching people how to live a healthier lifestyle. But my program is not about a diet. It's about a lifestyle because it all starts with the fork. You know, it's about eating clean, eating healthy, consuming your servings of foods. Because if you restrict your intake of food, you're starving your body. Right. Where are you going to get your nutrients for optimal health? And that's the one thing is towards what I love about this program is because Nobody got fat eating too many vegetables. That's true. You're right. And so I'm excited about that project is going really good because um, one great success story that I have from that is a gentleman that lives in Liberty. He used to be the owner of the um, IGA and Gerard, um, Anthony Santee's, a great success story where for about eight months, I'd be going to a store and getting groceries for my mother. And he'd be in there, we'd be talking or someone would be telling me about his health problems. And I told him, says, I can help you, I can help you. He'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, whatever, and all that stuff. And then about eight months went by or so, and he was telling me you know, about his pain and how the doctors are not helping him and all that. And I told him, I said to him, I says, Anthony, I can help you. And he says, how can you help me if the doctors can't help me? I says, because I'm gonna treat you with wellness. They're just treating you for your symptoms. And from there, with what I was able to do, the first week of working with him, when I had him do a detox, and you know what that detox is. I do. I've done it before. It works. It works. And you did, and you did great with it. <laughs> he lost 26 pounds in the, his first seven days. Oh, my and gosh. He lost, he lost six inches off his waist, and he was able to get off his water pill because he had, um, he had several issues as towards with it. He had like four different open heart surgeries. Oh, wow. Uh, and it's because of the food choices. And I do believe yeah. there is a link between the chemicals they put in processed foods that changes the physiology of the body by, by getting him on the right path of eating cleaner. Because his doctor told him, Anthony, you need to get your fares in order. You're not going to live much longer. And this was seven years ago. Wow. He's still living today because of wellness. Wow. And he's a prime example as towards you know, learning how to eat healthier because he is a tie-in. The thing is, you know, Italians love their breads. They love their <laughs> pastas like a yeah. lot of people like myself being um, Ukrainian you know we like our halushka and progies but the thing is this valley loves its carbs <laughs> so by teaching how to change his lifestyle with the fork or so he was able to also see a reduction in his blood pressure where the doctors couldn't keep up with and make the adjustments to his medication because his blood pressure was improving so much wow that's awesome yeah, and the one thing, especially towards what he had was, um, when people who have a problem with their heart, so they may have a certain thing is towards an ejection fraction, which is the volume of blood that's pumped in the chambers of his heart. And his was only 11% at one time. Today, this date, because of the wellness, the TLS program, his ejection fraction is up to 68%. Wow. Yes, and this cardiologist, they couldn't understand and figure out how this can happen. And I told him, says, tell your doctors, if you give a man a fish, he can eat for the day. But if you teach him how to fish, he'll eat forever. And that's what I did. I taught him how to eat clean, how to eat healthy, and where his heart got healthier. Now he's been able to experience this towards having three grandbabies Aww. because his lifestyle changed and he got healthier. 
right. where he, his doctor told me he was going to live much longer. Wow. That's awesome. That was a good story. That's, that's great. Thank you. We're able to do that. Um, so what advice, Butch, do you have for people who maybe like struggle with eating healthy? They want to get more into fitness. What advice would you have for them? For them to contact me. Because the thing is, it has to do as towards customizing a plan of action for what their goals and needs are. But the most importantly is teaching them of how to change those habits with the fork. Because if they're on medication, the physiology of the body is out of whack. Thing yeah. is, that could be corrected because I've gotten so many people off of high blood pressure medication, cholesterol medication. Matter of fact, the great success story, I had a gentleman who was on two different blood pressure medications and in 10 weeks, he started feeling tired or so and he went to go see his doctor. His doctor did his blood pressure and his blood pressure was 96 over 60. It dropped that much. Wow. And his doctor that day took him off his blood pressure medication and said, Matt, you just added years to your life because wow. he was eating healthier. And the thing is, what he did is he went out and did a reassessment. So his life insurance policy, he got a higher higher coverage for his insurance and his premium dropped $70 a month because being on blood pressure medication, you're high risk. Right. So if you, so if you want to get off of it, Mr. Wallace can help you. I've helped so many people get off the insulin in this area who are type 2 diabetics. I've helped people get off of the uh, metformin that was um, they were prescribed or so. And I've helped people lower their cholesterol and also help people towards um, reduce the inflammation in their body to help with their joint discomfort where they didn't have to have lower back surgery or have to have that joint replacement because right. I was able to get their body to heal itself. Because when you have inflammation, your body can't heal. Reduce mm -hmm. the inflammation, your body gets healthier. And now there's a link with inflammation to cardiovascular disease as sort of a high risk for heart attacks and strokes because of what inflammation does in the body. Cleveland Clinic did a study on that. Wow. So how can everyone get a hold of you? What's If you want to give your phone number, your email, your website, whatever you want. My phone number is 330-506-3488. The last four is very easy to remember. It spells out F-I-T-T. They can reach me on there or they can uh, look for me, Butch Temnick, T-E-M-N-I-C-K on Facebook. I'm also on LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram and I'm on Twitter as Ask Mr. Wellness. That's what I go by as Mr. Wellness. <laughs> and that's a title that was given to me back in the early 2000s. And um, it's followed me ever since. And I, that's why I brand myself as Mr. Wellness. And um, they can also reach me at, at um, Ask Mr. Wellness, one word at hotmail.com and I, I give free consultations and what I do is for them also is I to provide two free services is one is a free weight loss profile where I'm able to customize a lifestyle program for them mm -hmm. and I also provide a free nutritional analysis which is a questionnaire where I'm able to customize a nutritional program for them based on the answers to the survey oh that's awesome very cool well everyone be sure to check Butch out um, his programs, they really work. I've done them before. He's awesome. Great person. And Butch, it was so nice having you on the podcast. I love how passionate you are about what you do and the fact that you share it with so many people and are just so excited to teach everyone about how to live healthier lifestyles is so amazing. So can't thank you enough for being here. Um, everyone be sure to check him out and I hope you all enjoyed this episode and I will see you guys in the next one. Thanks, Butch. Thank you very much, Riley. Greatly appreciate it. Thanks.